everybody. Welcome to the best podcast that you never wanted to hear. I'm Jack, Max and Jackson, here with my boy Dinger, the two-time defending fantasy football champion in the old ball baby peen league. Yeah, this, yeah. This is 2018, and we got our draft. We just had the other night. Shout out your boys. Everybody in the league had a hard-fought draft. There was a lot of shit talking, but, you know, this is when we put our talent to the test. We're going to talk about who did good, who did bad, the sleepers, the big bang picks, and, of course, we're going to go over some team names at the end just for shits and gigs. Yeah, so the way it's going to go is we're just going to go down the list, rate every team except for our own because, obviously, we're going to say our teams are A-pluses. And then we're going to give a grade, a pick we liked, a pick we didn't like, and then at the end we'll have a little something special. Um, Also, before I start shitting on Matt Friendlich and his shitty team, um, I just got to give the man some props for probably the best fantasy football team name of all time two years ago. Um, I farted in Cardi's face. He had Tyler Eifert on his squad. So some props to that. And we'll also go over um, great fantasy football team names and stuff like that. So um, to get started, I think we should start with the Shro Boys. Commissioner. Um, com- Cue the so, booze. Um, Cue the booze. So at first glance, like every Schroeder team, it looks like a team that's built to go to the playoffs, but nowhere from there. Uh, just yeah. like the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they agree. have, yeah, I mean, I like their pick. They had, they stole a pick right from under me, Stephon Diggs, going in the third round, mid to late third round. Um, I really think he's going to ball out that year. That's probably for me. Mm-hmm. my favorite pick of the team yeah. how about you jack i agree i agree i honestly i think uh Diggs was a great pick you know he just got his fucking bag he just got paid so i think he's gonna have a great year but also i think this like uh sleeper pick is royce freeman as his rb2 i think he's gonna shine this year in that new offensive scheme i think he'll do great things you know cj anderson's no longer there i think he'll be the feature back that one-two punch with saquon barkley i mean I'm all for it. Two rookies, though. I, at, two rookies at running back, though. You know, I, I don't know how, how they'll do. That see, that's exactly what I was thinking. And I do like the strategy of the Schroders of waiting till late to get a tight end and a quarterback late, which is which is a sound strategy in my opinion. But they really didn't get any that much depth. Like Sterling Shepard, Tariq Cohen, Ronald Jones, Keelan Cole. Like none of those sh- scream like wow bench depth or anything like that i get it keelan cole is the number one receiver on his offense but i legitimately think the jacksonville is going to have an offense much like the bears did last year with um right being their leading option i think you hit the nail on the head there dinger he he, doesn't their team is not built to last that's one thing i could say they do not have depth I feel like he literally listened to uh, 20 hours of Matthew Berry podcast <laughs> and regurgitated everything that he said onto his draft board. And, you know, you know, that could work out. You know, that guy gets paid thousands of dollars a year to, do, yeah. to give his picks. And I, you can see him everywhere. Keelan Cole, Ronald Jones, Tariq Cohen, who, you know, could be a breakout year. He, he did great last year. But um, he just didn't really fit that scheme. So I don't know how well, he, he can, how well he'll last. I, the one thing I, that just stands out is four rookie running backs on the same team. That yeah. those are your only running backs are all rookies. And, okay, and Matt Breida, who mm-hmm. already injured, they already have a new option in Jarek McKinnon there, who's going to play on third down. Matt Breida might 
scalp a few touchdowns, but won't be a viable fantasy option going forward in the year. Definitely. Um, so I think we got that. So I guess we'll just give the Schroeders a grade. Me personally, I would give the Schroeders a B, B minus. I'm torn between the two. They do have good starters. I just don't really see much depth, and I, I can't see them making a legitimate run towards the championship. I agree. I'm right there with you on the B. I, I don't think they're much better. They're not much worse. I think they'll be a playoff team, but maybe bounce in the first round. Who knows? Let's move on. We got uh, Drake Riddick in your dick. Or I'm sorry. Drake Riddick in your girl. That's Sam I believe Kaplan this is and Gordo. Gordo. Yep. Kaplan's uh, fiance is in Nashville where we just were um, on oh, a bachelorette shit. party. Oh, shit. Um, Some honky Congrats to her. Yep. Um, so at first glance of his team, I do like the Michael Thomas pickup, although it's. Shit, my mom just called. Okay, well, I do see I do see the Kenyon Drake pick. I mean the Michael Thomas pick. Not much of a sleeper pick. But he's all he's all around solid. Really like him as a pickup. But he has two picks that just stand out to me and scream, What the fuck are you doing? First of all, Randall Cobb. Please, bro. Oh there has been talks about Randall Cobb not even making the roster. Geronimo Allison is a much better slot option for Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. And while I am not the biggest Packers fan by any means, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP this year. The Packers are going to be vying for a wild card and even battling for the first place in their division this year, a bet having the, the toughest schedule in the NFL. But I don't see Randall Cobb getting the touches that everybody thinks he's going to. I think he's going to get mm-hmm. cut. Second of all, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake was number one in the NFL in yards after contact last year, in, in average yards after contact last year. But if you take away three of his top runs that I believe went for, I can't name off the top of my head, but if you take away his three top runs, he was in the bottom half of the league in yards per, your yards per carry after contact. So I don't really see him getting those big yards. Ryan Tannehill's coming back. Well, I don't is suspect the Dolphins to have, a huge passing attack. Jay Ajahi didn't get the goal line carries, and I don't expect Kenyon Drake to get them either. I agree. I agree. I really hate the Kenyon Drake pick, and um, that that just screams like a reach to me, in my opinion. I don't think he's like even a flex option. I don't know if he'll even finish <coughs> the year as a starter. Uh, the Dolphins are just a pitiful team, in my opinion, and I try to stay away from them at all costs. However... Uh, right you know, yeah, I'm, I yeah, I'm probably put down the jewel, you know. I uh, haven't been I haven't been I haven't been hitting the jewel in two days, bro. I'm sweating. That's funny. But uh one pick that I do really like is Brandon Cooks. You know, uh, Michael Thomas obviously a great pick and Brandon Cooks I think has potential to be a top ten wide receiver this year. So you never know. This team could be um could make a put a playoff push perhaps, but I don't know. Uh, it's a pretty shaky team down on the bench. They don't have many much uh, depth, just like the Schroeders. Um, um, well, I do like Rashad Penny oh, on their Rashad bench, Penny, and but, um, and Jamison Crowder. Yeah, they're variable. They're viable bench options, but I mean, one of them is going to end up having to be your flex starter after Randall Cobb doesn't do shit this year. So then you only have one realistic starter or fringe starter on your bench. I agree with you there on, on their bench depth. And I do like their pickup of Kyle Rudolph. I would have taken him 
maybe a round later. Um, Cam Newton, I believe they took him early as well. I do think he's going to have a bounce back year and be a top five quarterback, which he has, which he always has the potential to do. And Kareem Hunt, obviously great, solid team all around. Although I'm not quite with you there with Brandon Cook's top 10 receiver. He obviously has it in him, but he's very dependent on the long, long throws. Personally, I think Robert Woods will get more targets than Brandon Cooks. Obviously, Brandon Cooks is more of the big play receiver. Um, but that's just where I stand with him. All right. Well, where do you want to give this grade? What do you want to grade this team? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a C. C Well, uh, I was thinking about a C plus. I was being a little bit more generous to my boy Scat, but uh I think they do have some uh, potential down the road. They got some decent-looking trade bait in my opinion, yeah. you know, a, a move here or there, get themselves a nice RB2, and uh, they might be <coughs> pretty. But you never know. Uh, we'll see what happens with this team. Next we have It's a Hard Nuck Life. I'm sure this team name's going to change. They lost Nuck. Um, but here we have Dylan and Nick, uh, your brother Nick. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I have mixed feelings about this team. You know, part of me always wants to talk shit to my brother and my boy Dylan, uh, but and the other part of me, it sees those one-two punch in the running backs, and I'm a little, a little nervous, honestly. Like Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey, I think they're both top ten running backs this year, easily RB ones on any team. That's scary, but go down to their receivers, and it's a different story. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr., solid art wide receiver too. Crabtree. Crabtree? Uh, he's like 30-something years old, I think. I, I don't know how, how well he's going to hold up. I mean, he is the main target over there in Baltimore, but with Flacco at the quarterback, I, I'm not sure how far he'll be. Well, I, you know what? I, I do I do think the Michael Crabtree pickup wasn't a bad one at the position I believe that they were picking in. Um, Crabtree has produced in the past. Flacco has been looking good. He's more inspired now with Lamar Jackson um, eating at his ass right now. Oh, side note about Lamar Jackson. I actually played against him in high school when he was a sophomore. Um, yeah, tackled got, him for a loss twice. You got he actually that. wasn't playing quarterback. But um, anyway, um, my least favorite pick here, by far and away, everybody already knows, is Jimmy fucking Graham. Oh, my gosh. Here it comes. Let it out, Dinger. Let it out. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw to the tight end. I'll bet Aaron Rodgers last year did get knocked out earlier in the season than expected by Anthony Barr. But it the production there for a tight end hasn't been there. Jared Cook. Jared Cook's going to be a good fantasy receiver. Bust. Um, Martellus Bennett's going to be a great fantasy tight end. Bust. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham last year, all of his points were super dependent on touchdowns. He, I believe he had maybe 500 yards, maybe less. Let me just check real quick. Yeah, Jimmy Graham last year – not much in the yard department. He was relying on touchdowns. While I do believe he might get six or seven touchdowns, maybe even eight or nine this year, not enough to warrant the early round pick that they used on him. And frankly, I, I think that was their biggest their biggest blunder. They mostly played it safe for the most part. I mean, they did take Schuster a little bit before, but a solid flex play. He's a player that can win you a game any given week. He's more of a boomer bust, you know, somebody you don't really rely on in the playoffs to give you a steady contribution, but more of a guy that you're like, well, thank God we had Schuster because he just gave us 28 points. Yeah, uh, Schuster has very high ceiling. 
Um, but uh, I don't know if, if that with Stephen Core is going to get them through the playoffs. May, might get them there with Fournette and McCaffrey, barring any injuries. But um, that receiving core is a little light, and it worries me. I do like Edelman on on their bench. You know, he'll be coming back from a suspension. <coughs> Who really knows what's going to happen there? Uh, one pick that I really do like, actually. One pick that I do like uh, is down there deep, David Njoku. Um, I really liked him coming out of Miami. I think he's going to have a great season. If uh, Tyrod Taylor is going to be all right with the non-throwing hand injury. But um, I don't know. And, and, and look at them picking up Carson Wentz in the eighth round of the draft. I believe... I'm not a huge proponent on Wentz being the same player he was last year, especially early on. But in the eighth round and having Jared Goff as your backup, I don't see any fault or any wrong with that. I think they did a great job in the quarterback department. Broncos defense got them late. They're, I mean, I don't know if they're going to have the, the yard. They're going to be there with the top defense and points in yardage. But with Von Miller coming off the edge, they're get, the sacks are going to be there. The turnovers are going to be there. A, gr- a great overall fantasy defense. And like you said, with David Njoku, getting him that late to be your backup tight end, I believe at some point in the season he will be their starter and will be producing. So yep, I think they so. did get the insurance policy with Jimmy Graham. Um, bench, probably the best bench we've seen of the few teams. Yeah, so far. Travis Benjamin, I believe, is a great slot option and receiver for Chargers. I don't really think. Mike Williams has put it all together yet, especially after being so injury-riddled his entire career thus far in the NFL. Um, And then Julian Edelman, obviously a fringe wide receiver too, flex wide receiver, um, can play matchups obviously there. Um, Not going to wow you with his stats, but will be a consistent 9 to 12 point fantasy receiver every week. Yeah, so. All right, so let's give this a grade. I'm thinking they're sitting around the B, B minus range to me, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I'm sort of right there with you, but I'm thinking more B, B plus. I mean, okay. I, I'd love to shit on them, but I mean, they played a really safe draft. They're going to be where they almost always are every single year. Almost making the playoffs, almost not, not making the playoffs. And also, I will give them credit. They are usually a team that makes a trade if they see something not working. And it, it does usually work out for them. So one thing that um, I do hate to say is they do have a great front office, good level shoulders on their head. I, one of the teams in this league that I actually do enjoy trying to make a trade with, even though it never really works out because there's yeah. a bunch of fuck boys. Anyways, moving on to the next team, we got Harrison Go- Eagle. Gordon, oh, Gordon smoking, smoking that, that blown. You know, I, I like this team. I, I like this team name. I can really uh, appreciate that. And the Avi with that boy Gordon with a blunt in his mouth. Fire. However, that might be one of the only good things I do say about this team. Uh, where do I start? <laughs> where do I start? First pick in the draft. And he gets Todd Gurley. Great. Awesome. And it was downhill from there. I, I don't know what the fuck happened. Stinger. Where did he go wrong? I mean, I can't really fault his first two picks. Todd Gurley, Jordan Howard. I In his position, I would have done the same. But with Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen, a very safe wide receiver, on the board, you choose to pick Tyreek Hill? All right. Don't get me wrong. Tyreek Hill has the potential to be a top 10 receiver easily. 
but he's not going to be the receiver to give you consistent fantasy production each week. He's a playmaker. He's a baller. He is a big-time deep threat, but he's not going to give you consistent production week in and week out. I mean, just looking at splits from last year, 24, 6, 17 and a half, 6, 14 and a half, 5, 22, 2. Every other game, he's going to give you a single-digit game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's going to ball, ball out those few games, possibly win you the game, but – I mean, he's going to cost you some games later on in that season. And I agree. Jesus. I agree. And, and Josh Gordon, same thing there. I mean, when he was in the league, he was known for having three games of back-to-back 200 yards, obviously. Great talent. Probably one of the more talented receivers in the league. But has he been able to stay in the game? No. It's always something with him. Yeah, I get it. He's been in rehab. He's recovering. Personally, I'm not going to waste as early of an a pick he took on him. I believe he took him in the fifth round, 49th overall, and that's a snake too. So I believe that was early on in the fifth round. So, yeah, I mean – That's the first pick of the fifth round right there. Yeah, so, I mean, Trey Burton – I mean, have you been listening to Matthew Barry Fantasy Football Podcast? Yeah, um, no, I, I think Trey Burton was a good pick, but – um. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I just got to throw some shade where I can. I mean, his running backs, I I think maybe some of the strongest pair in the league. He's got Dion Lewis, who I wouldn't have taken before Christian Tom- Chris Thompson. But, I mean, I bet still a good flex to, to fill an option on your running backs by week. Todd Gurley, my opinion, the number one player in the league. Um, Jaguars D, I mean – you took him in what the ninth or tenth round? Yeah, like let's let's check in, in the ninth round. Like, how are they really four rounds better than Minnesota Texans? Yeah, he left so many players on the board, and I think that was just a reach. He, I think he he really wanted to go for those uh those player rankings. And, uh... Yeah, you good? Yeah, I think he was really just like a sucker to the best overall at the time and was looking to fill his team up with the top ranks in the positions. And, you know, when you do it that way, you're not really going to – you're not going to last, especially in this league. There's a bunch of hungry dogs. They're going to come get you. I think uh, Harrison will be a frequent flyer on the trading block. He's going to be looking to trade every fucking week, as always. And he's got that trade analyzer handy on deck. And Yo, guys, Latavius Murray is averaging 6.9 yards a carry. Can I get Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, and uh, I would not put that past him at all. But um, let's give this team a grade. Let's just move past it. Uh, I do have one thing to say. Ben Roethlisberger, not bad. You can't start him on the road. Great at home, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's why he has Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's falling but... apart, bro. He's falling apart. That man was considering retirement last year and whatever. Mahomes, I think I'm pretty high on Mahomes, but I'm one of the few, quite honestly. I mean, to be honest. There's a lot of questions there. To be honest, I I just don't think the combination of of Harrison and Vic was magnificent. They went 10 and 6. They they, they were 10-win teams each year. Even won it one year, and then out of nowhere, Vic decides to join Matt, who's been at the bottom of the barrel year after year after year. And what happens last year? 
garbage, garbage. Um, I mean, I did like seeing them as a pair because Vic could actually get a trade done, and Harrison was actually pretty good on the waivers. So, I mean, it remains to be seen how this team is going to pan out this year. Yeah. But, I mean, if I was going to give a grade, I would have to say a D plus. D plus, yeah. I, I was going with the C minus just because, you know, like that stamp of a D. Is... Sorry, Rocky's going off right now, so I'm just going to let him stop. Yeah, I don't know if I could give this team a D. Uh, they got Todd Gurley. They got some playmakers. C minus. C minus. All right. Um, next up, we got Team Baroka. I'm sure that's a uh, Puerto Rican for something. Um, Jack, what are your first takes on this team? Well, I mean, I look at the top. I see Deshaun Watson, David Johnson, Lashawn McCoy. Three studs, um, McCoy battling injury. Uh, with that team, they don't have really a like a for sure starting quarterback. You know, they could start relying heavily on the run. Uh, <coughs> David Johnson coming back from injury last year. I am plagued by the memory of drafting David Johnson number one overall last season. Totally getting fucked. But um, to me, th- this team looks okay. I look at the receivers. I'm not impressed. Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson. But who knows? I do like Mike Gusecki, the tight end. However, I don't know how the hell this is his starting tight end. Um, this player went undrafted in many leagues that I'm in. I don't know how he, he has him starting. A, but I, I really do like the pick by Miami, getting Gusecki out of Penn State. Um, Gusecki is owned in approximately 11% of leagues. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know how this is his starter. I would lo- like, I've gotten him in plenty of my leagues as a, as a bench stash backup tight end, but trade date later on in the year, barring any injuries to anyone, you know, you swipe in at the right time. I do like Phillip rivers. Phillip rivers was a great pick here. Um, he was picked in the 16th round. I wish I had the numbers on when, like, what his average draft is for this year, where he's normally going. But I would bet my life that 16th round might be the latest that he was picked. And as his backup to Deshaun Watson, I think that's great. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you with the quarterbacks. And the running backs, David Johnson, stud. I think he's going to have a huge bounce back year. I'm really not worried about a wrist injury as that's something that's really not injured. Again, so common. LaShawn McCoy. I'm sure he'll wear a wrist brace while he's playing. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy, though. I would have taken him maybe in the fifth round because he's dealing with some problems. The dude has been questionable every game the past two years with a hamstring injury. He's pushing 33 years old. I don't know how how many good games he has left in him. I bet I will say he is probably going to be the top receiving option if healthy and the top running option if healthy. So he does have he does have the propensity to get all the touches in his team's offense. But I mean, he's also dealing with legal problems. His yeah. he he apparently sent one of his boys to his baby mama's house because she was trying to kick her out and stop supporting her and 
he his friend broke in, ripped the jewelry jewelry off her body, beat her ass, and then skirted out. So I mean, it could be coming sometime this season, maybe not. But I mean, personally, I stayed away from him. Lamar yeah. Cooper and Allen Robinson. I mean, yes, two players that should have bounced back years. But are you really going to have your top two and pretty much only viable receivers be receivers that you're planning on bouncing back? Or would you like to have a more of a a consistent fantasy option? I know I would. I mean, Amari Cooper had a terrible year last year. Has terrible. The buddy couldn't catch a cold if he wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's still a big play guy. And in my opinion, a, a good receiver. And Allen Robinson, new year, new quarterback. Let's see what he can do in a Matt Nagy ran offense as the Bears were one of the worst offenses in the years. Let's see if they can become sort of how Sean McVay and the Rams did last year. I don't quite think it'll be quite that, but I do think to see an improved Bears team this year. Um, I agree. Other than that, Chris Carson, I did like to pick up. Um, Caesar is pretty deep on running back. Chris Carson, I believe, is going to be the starter at the beginning of the season and not Rashad Penny. I do believe later on Rashad Penny will take over and will be productive. You don't draft a running back in the first round of the NFL draft if you're not going to use him right away. I agree. Uh, with his depth at running back, I, I have a feeling that the first injury of the year, no matter who it is, they're going to be crawling over to Caesar's team just asking for a trade. And, you know, Caesar's got that depth. And, and Caesar, Caesar's has the propensity to make some trades. Um, so, However, I will say it is very hard to get in touch with Mr. Rodriguez. He's always off the grid. You never t- you never know. He might be in his dad's strip. Yeah, club. You never know where he, he, yeah he might be drinking some milk. You, you, never, <laughs> you never really know. Yeah, but coming off a last place finish, I think he's definitely going to find himself um, in the top half of the league at the end of the year. Maybe not making the playoffs, but I think he's going to be safe from the milk this year. Uh, the dinger real of death. Yep. Uh, so, what would um, what would you rate uh, Caesar, or give? What grade would you give Caesar? Rather, uh, I'm going to go with a solid B because of that quarterback and running back position being so strong. However, he's got a lot of work to do, and. I, I'll give him a B. I'm right there with you. If Caesar can find the rate waiver wire receiver and maybe make a trade, he, he has the potential to, to play really well. I mean, we've been wrong before on Caesar. Um, I've probably given him the worst draft, trade, draft grade every single year since this draft. He won the league the first year. So yeah, that, that was an insanely absurd draft. I mean, uh, OBJ, Mike Evans, Kelvin Benjamin – I mean, dude, he had every good receiver um, yeah. in the league at that time. But, um, yeah, I think, I think I'm probably going to give Caesar a B-minus to a B here. I'm torn between the two. I, I, think, I think you hit it pretty accurate when you said that. So, um, so next we have – If she's passed out, don't tuck her. The VV Squad. Great team name, um, VV Squad. Coming... Welcome, Gabriel VV to the league. Welcome, yep. brother. Welcome. Welcome, Gabe. Um. Team VV is coming with a new member. Last year it was Logan. Um, this year it is uh, Gabe. Um, I had a very close matchup with the VVs in the playoffs last year. Their team was not that bad. But um, here we are to evaluate the VVs team. 
So, first look, Tom Brady, Dalvin Cook, Carlos Hyde, Julio Jones, Larry Fitzgerald, Zach Ertz. Honestly, not that bad. Probably one of my favorite starting lineups I've looked at so far. Um, Obviously, the flex position is where I have the problem, Jack. Yeah, Carrion Johnson is a huge question mark. Who really knows what goes on? Um, in Detroit with that running Jack, back. do you want to hear good stats? Reggie yeah. Bush is the last running back in Detroit to rush for 100 yards in a game. Yeah, and you and know that, I, that, that that's that just can be mainly contributed, mainly contributed to Matthew Stafford throwing the ball 60 times a game. They are very reliant on that guy's cannon of an arm, and with Theo <laughs> Riddick. And LeGarrette Blunt getting the goal line and the third and short carries. Uh, I don't. I, I just don't see a spot for Carryon Johnson. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they they got him in the draft. They're going to be looking to use him, but who knows? He's got a lot of work to do to get that lead role. And I mean, yeah, even if he did get the lead role, what kind of role is it with Matthew Stafford throwing the ball as much as he is? Yeah, I I wouldn't say that's my question mark pick. For, to be honest, I, I actually don't really have any pick that just perplexed me. Um, maybe how early they decided to take Zach Ertz, um, which they took him early. They took him 34th overall at at the end of the third round. Um, I mean, crazy. yeah, I mean, Zach Ertz is a good fantasy receiver. I had him on my team last year. Um, but, I mean, he's losing his offensive coordinator – and his quarterback coach, his quarterback coach who came up with the red zone looks. Um, if you looked at before the quarterback coach um, was um, on the Eagles, he actually was the offense coordinator for the Browns. Um, do you remember Gary Barnage, Jack? Yeah. Yeah, he had 1,000 yards and eight-plus TDs that year, was uh, top five fantasy tight end. So, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy likes to give it to his tight end, especially in the red zone. So, I mean – I'm not really sold on him being a number three tight end again this year. Um, so that would be my what, what the fuck pick. But, um, I mean, overall, a pretty solid team. Brady, you can't go wrong there. Number two quarterback. Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook, I think he's going to ball out this year. Has nothing really to do with me being a Vikings fan. They're going to they're, they're gonna feed it to him a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde, I don't know. I mean – First of all, I think the Browns are going to be down a lot, and I do think that instead of throwing it, I mean, instead of running it short, they do have Jarvis Landry, who is basically as good as a short down running back as it gets. You just throw it short, gets three or four yards, gets you that first down. He's great in small spaces. Um, And also, he has Duke Johnson there, who will more so be the third down back, but they also have Nick Chubb, the rookie running back, who's going to be breathing down his throat, so... I don't know exactly how much looks Carlos Hyde's going to get towards the end of the season. As a number two running back, no. As a flex option, maybe. So, really, what I'm looking here is the running back position. There isn't really much depth. But not at all. Not, not depth. They don't really have a clear-cut number two option. Um, mm-hmm. Carry on Johnson may be that, but, I mean, it's way too early to tell. Very early. Let's go with a grade. Um B minus. Really? I would be. I would. I would be. I think stretching it if I went to the C range because he does have a strong RB one. 
two solid receivers. Zach Ertz will be consistent 14, maybe 15 points every week. Who knows? I mean, he's going to be touchdown dependent, but I don't know. I, I think this team might be like a fringe playoff team. I, I think they're going to stay on the outside looking I, in. I, I'm right there with you with fringe playoff team. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with a B to a B plus here, actually. I, I really like the how their top players are our top players, Julio Jones, Dalvin Cook, Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, you really can't go wrong with that. That's consistent production week in and week out. So, um, Agreed. yeah, B, Agreed. B, B to B plus. So, um, so Let's move on to the next team. So we got, got stats and gats. I really, oh, I really don't get this team name. God. Oh, geez. Okay. Stats and gats. There's so much wrong Infamous with this team. Matthew Friendlich and Victor Lucy. Woo! You want to start talking? <coughs> yeah. All right. This is all I need to say about this team. Marshawn Lynch is their RB1. What? They took DeAndre Hopkins before Antonio Brown. You know, they might know something we don't. Who knows? They do but not. They do not. For sure. Knowing, Matt, knowing Matthew Friendlich's past history... In fantasy football, especially in this league, he is a bottom-tier team. Probably more likely bottom of the barrel. Um, I mean, he is knowledgeable in the sport, but I feel like statistics don't tell you everything when it comes to fantasy football. And I, I don't really know who he's been listening to in podcasts. But, I mean, yes. Definitely not listening to us because – Yes, obviously. Sucks. I mean, Russell Wilson, top-tier quarterback. Great. Marshawn obviously. Lynch. Jamal Williams and Jamal Williams. There's oh. still Ty Montgomery and Aaron and Aaron um on their team. I I mean and and not um Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones. Aaron who's, Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones is who I'm talking about. Um, I mean Aaron Jones was averaging 5.5 yards per carry towards towards the end of the season last year, and was I mean a pretty looked like a more viable option. Than, yeah, he's a gangster. Uh, than, than he's Jamal a gangster. Williams. I mean, I get it. Aaron Jones is injured. But, I mean, not injured. He's suspended for two games. Um, so, I mean, yeah, he's going to get a majority of the touches. But this is, to me, just spells Aaron Rodgers' MVP season. And I, I really don't know where what they were thinking with their RB1 and 2 being mm-hmm. Jamal Williams and Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And – uh, I mean, great pick getting Travis Kelsey. Um, you know that that's about it. Though. We're, but we're remains to be seen how how uh, Mahomes will be with his new tight end. Obviously, I yeah, still think Travis that, that, Travis Kelsey is a shoe in for a top three tight end. But I mean, still, is he going to be I mean, that thousand yard, ten touchdown uh, tight end that we always that we've seen the past few years? I'm not sure. Who knows? Who knows? But, you know, they, they, they do have some solid players. But that running back situation is just way too fast for me. <coughs> Bench is looking pitiful. Jordy Nelson, Bilal Powell, Mohamed Sanu mm, with Calvin Ridley coming up in, in, in that system. Who knows what Mohamed Sanu is going to do um, midway to the end of the year. I'm not the biggest proponent on drafting players from your own team. Um, I mean, I do have two players from my team, 
But at least my team almost went to the Super Bowl last year where your team was bottom of the barrel with a new head coach. Um, yeah. You, you said that you think Marshawn Lynch is going to get the ball in the red zone. Then why did you pick up Jordy Nelson? I mean, Jordy Nelson has been good with the best quarterback in the NFL, has been dependent on the red zone touchdowns. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not really seeing it with this team really anywhere. I do like their depth at wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Demarius Thomas. Maybe A.J. Green is better than advertised this year. I still think he has – he's a top 10 um, wide receiver. Not – I don't really think he's going to go crazy this year. I mean, I think John Ross is going to end up getting some looks this year. I think Tyler Eifert's finally healthy. So he's going to take away some red zone looks. They do have Tyler Eifert as a back-end backup tight end. But – He's going to be on a snap count, though. They're not. They're not. Yeah, and 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 they already have Travis Kelsey. So I, I, I just don't see it there with AJ Green, especially in the second round. Yeah. Um. They had a very shaky draft, but you never know. They, they, they do seem to make some moves throughout the year. Uh, they're known to. They're known to wheel and deal when time gets tough. But um, I got them week one, and I I really like my matchups against them. I I think they're gonna get their ass handed to them. Uh, I would agree. Their team is trash. So what what uh what grade would you give uh, Matthew Friendly's team? I and, give, Vic. and Vic. Uh, I'm gonna give Matt and Vic here a C because although their running backs are trash and non-existent for the most part. They do show some promise at the receiver, and they got probably the best quarterback in the game. But, you know, they're not deep in the, at all with their bench, so I'm going to go with a C. Um, I, I'm going to give them a, a D, borderline D-. minus. Um, We're grading the draft, not how the season's going to turn out. I mean, there's always, there's always a chance they can make a trade and end up getting a viable running back because a lot of this is teams with a lot of running backs, teams with a lot of receivers. But if you if you're – in my opinion, they don't have a running back in the top 30. To not have at least one running back in the top 30, and they have only three on their roster. They're four, I guess. Peyton Barber, not that bad. Bilal Powell, I don't really think he's going to get the touches that they think he is. But I just don't see it there at running back. And in this league, the past few years, the team with the number one running back has won the league. And I really don't see some, anything like that changing. So... Agreed. We'll just got to see how this pans out for them, but uh, not looking good from the start. All right. Next up, lights, camera, action. Who we got here? Oh, Richard Cardi. This man. Oh, we cannot forget not only Richard Cardi. But Dick himself. <laughs> so but his boy Patrick Hartley is also in this league. They are co-managers of this team. We have to make that known. Even though I don't know if the AOL dial-up will get the podcast over to our <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought he was sending in picks by pigeon. So yeah, <laughs> but he still but, took uh, he still he... took quicker on the clock than Harrison did. So definitely, definitely. Are you are you taking a during your podcast, brother? Uh, yes. You can go ahead with your analysis. Guys. That is straight disrespect of the Cardi team. Wow. I was stunned. He'll be happy. He'll be happy what I have to say about them later. 
I'll start it off then. This team, I, I like. I was a little, uh, I was a little concerned at one point, but then I, after after the draft, I went to his team, and I'm pleasantly surprised. Adam Thielen is just a target machine. He just reels in them catches. I think he's going to be great. Half PPR league, so who knows where his ceiling's at. But Keenan Allen, I think he's going to be great this year, as always, with Kamara. Alex Collins. He averaged 6.9 yards a carry, guys. <laughs> you know, who knows? But um, I think this is a pretty solid team, and his bench is not too bad. Sammy Watkins is definitely a bench player, but has that high ceiling. He's pot- he has, he's, he's got some potential. Jay Ajayi, the RB1 in Philly, but that's not saying much in that system. I don't see how much he can do. Tyler Lockett, my boy out there in Seattle, just got paid. He just got his extension. I think he's going to do well this year. Um, what's it called? Russell Wilson loves to spread the ball. He's going to get his catches. He's going to get his targets. This team looks like they're they're built for the playoffs. Um, yeah, easily in my opinion, probably one of the best teams in the draft. Um, I mean, coming out of the draft, I mean, Adam Thielen and Diggs. I miss by the skin of my balls um, because literally it went Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen right in front of me. And I was really hoping to get one of those players. Um, But I mean, yeah, Alex Smith as your quarterback one, and I believe Cardi took him. Pretty early. I believe Cardi took him in the eighth round um, before a lot of other a lot of other um, quarterbacks. I do think Jay Gruden likes to throw the ball a lot. I do think Washington will be playing from behind a lot, especially in a tough division. So not a bad pickup. But Alvin Kamara, I mean, Alex Collins, I think is going to be a solid option this year. Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, Evan Ingram at tight end. Um, Kenny Stills, I would probably replace with. He has a deep bench. He can go Kenny Holiday, Sammy Watkins, who can win you a week any particular week. I mean, he's exactly. not somebody you're not gonna you're gonna depend on for ten to twelve points every week, but he can give you that thirty point game, that sixteen point game where he just balls out with a touchdown, especially with a quarterback with a huge arm like Mahomes. I, I think mm-hmm. he he's he's gonna be a pretty decent option this year. Um, Kenny Stills. Uh, a sleeper. I mean, last year, I believe he had around eight touchdowns, if I'm mistaken. Um, maybe maybe it was six touchdowns. Uh, maybe um, I'm not really um, paying attention fully. But, I mean, he was still a viable option. Also a big play guy. So, I mean, in your flex spot, you more want somebody who's more consistent on a week-to-week basis than a boomer bust type player. But, I mean, overall – I would say a good draft. He got Panthers D, which was my sleeper D of the whole draft. Um, ended up scooping them up in the 15th round. Um, we all know how Cardi is with his kicker. He can hold up to three kickers on his roster at any time. And he always gets massive production from them. Stefan Gitskowski, um, I believe, will be a good option as well. Um, what, yeah, what would you, what, I really like this team. What would you I, give? I'm uh, go on a limb, and this is going to be my first A. I'm going to give them an A, A grade, and I, I really think this is our first legitimate playoff team that we've reviewed today. I agree, A, A all the way. Good job, Cardi. Very nice. Next up, we got go fund yourself, Michael Sapienza and Ralph Kalachi. 
them boys. All right. This team is always, always in the mix when it, when it comes down to the late late weeks of the season, time to make a playoff push. They're always there in the conversation, and they're not a team to be taken lightly. Um, this year, I think we're going to see much of the same. Um, they got Antonio Brown, consistent top wide receiver every year. He's going to put up numbers. Um Devontae Freeman, I think that's a little shaky, honestly. He's got something to prove. Uh, he had a pretty off year last year, but he's shown in the past that he's an RB1, and I, I think this is his year to make or break, and I think he's got he's really got to show himself this year. Joe Mixon, I had him last year, was a slow start, but uh, I think he really found his niche in that in that system, and at the end of the year, it really it really showed. End of the season, um he, he, he just put up numbers, and um, I, I think that going into this year, he has potentially a breakout second-year player. Uh, Chris Hogan, eight up targets last year. Tom Brady loves him, especially with Julian Edelman. Early uh, on, early weeks. on, early on, he was killing it. Um, he yeah. Had, in, in weeks two through five, he had a touchdown in every game and above 14.5 fantasy points. But after that, he sort of fell off, and then he got injured and didn't play until the playoffs. So, yes, yeah. I like him as the number one option on the Patriots, but on a week-to-week basis, you never know. Having him mm-hmm. and Rex Burkhead as your flexible wide receiver to start out the year is very risky, in my opinion. What I, yeah. what I do think about their team is if they can make it in the playoffs after surviving the first couple of weeks with Alshon Jeffries' injury, Mark Anger being suspended – Aaron Jones being suspended. I think we're looking at possibly the best team in the league. I mean, Joe, Mark Ingram, Joe Mixon as your flex, and then possibly Alshon Jeffrey, who I don't think is going to be that good this year. But Chris Hogan and Alshon Jeffrey divide for your number two spot. I mean, they did take a lot of risk with a lot of suspended and players that aren't going to be playing at the beginning of the year. But mm-hmm. if they can survive, they are going to be a team feared in the fantasy playoffs. Just like yeah, last year, they had Zeke Elliott sn- snuck into the playoffs, but ended up in the championship game. And yeah, unfortunately for yeah. them, it didn't work out. But I do think they'll be in the mix again, especially if they can survive the first four weeks. So if you yeah, are playing this- them, hope it's the first four weeks. Yep, this team is backloaded as fuck. All right, um, to go with a grade, I'm going to give them a B. I think they're a solid uh, – no, I'll go uh, – I'll go with the B plus. You know they do have a lot of potential for the end of the year push as they always do, um, but they do have some question marks with Andrew Luck. Who knows where he's going to be? Devontae Freeman. Who really knows? Jack Doyle, mm, Rex Burkhead. I think they have too many Patriots players on their <coughs> roster. Um, yeah, I'll go with B plus. I'll, I'll give him a B plus. Solid draft. Yeah, um, I'm sort of torn because they are an A team to me if their players aren't suspended. But with the suspensions and the injured players they had drafted, I'm going to say they're more so a C to C minus. So I'm going to have to average it out and give it a B plus to a B. Um, I mean, the the injuries and the suspensions to start off won't be good, especially, God forbid, if anybody isn't producing or goes down. So, I mean, yeah, I would say a B for me. But, I mean, overall, a team I would be worried about playing in the playoffs. Agreed. All right, moving on, we got Stormy Daniels, managed by Mr. Michael Cofino. 
I really, I, I, I like this team, Jack. So I mean, I like the team name for sure. Yeah, I like the team name for sure. Um, right off the bat, I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers and Le'Veon Bell. I mean, shit, that's fucking scary. That's uh, that's about fifty points confirmed every week, right there. Mm-hmm. And they got Derrick Henry, who's an absolute monster. He's some crazy physical specimen that I don't know how he doesn't just run through people, but. There's a question mark there. They, I mean, they brought in Dion Lewis, and who knows? Uh, Mariota loves them check downs. He'll be in their third down back. But uh, I think Derrick Henry is obviously going to be seeing most of the most of the carries. They might potentially have two RB ones here with them, but it's a it's a huge if with Derrick Henry. Yeah, um, I'm not completely sold on Derrick Henry this year either. Um, he has propensity to be a solid RB two, but. We really don't know. We haven't seen him carry the load at all in his career. I do like the T.Y. Hilton pickup. Um, not necessarily somebody I would want as my receiver number one. And our, uh, Robbie Anderson is somebody I wouldn't really want to have as my receiver number two either. But you can find good receivers in the waiver wire. And he's top heavy in tight end, quarterback, running back. I usually like to wait on those positions, but I mean, if you're able to get Gronk and Aaron Rodgers and Gronk stays healthy, he could be a league winner for you right there. Um, yeah, with Le'Veon Bell, too. Yeah, with Le'Veon Bell. And I like how he was able to scoop up Delaney Walker, too, and put him in as a flex. I mean, you might need him a few weeks, with, especially with Gronk on your roster. Delaney Walker yeah. is one of the more consistent tight ends in the league. I feel like he gives you 10 points every week, not anything more but not really anything less. So um, I do I do like that pickup right there. And to go to go on his bench, um, I mean, Duke Johnson, Adrian Peterson, I think is going to have a breakout year this year. I think he's going to rush for 1,000 yards. He proves the doubters wrong all the time. Um, I wouldn't have taken him that early because clearly nobody else is high on him except maybe me. Um, I believe he picked up Adrian Peterson 98th overall. I, I think I was about to get him in the next round maybe and was looking for the oohs and ahs. But overall, I think that was a great pick. Um, Dez, as a free agent pickup late, I probably would have done the same thing if I had known he was available or honestly had remembered him, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. That was poor on my part. But Dez, he can give you those touchdowns. He's a big red zone threat. Um, and yeah. can make the deep play. And mm-hmm. Spencer Ware. Another guy Ware. trying to prove the haters wrong. Another guy trying to prove the haters and Spence, wrong. Spencer, yeah. Goes a long way. Spencer Ware, he's an A-level handcuff. So, not much there. And James White, I mean, if you play him the right week, he's a good pickup. But yeah. with all but Patriots running back, be? with all Patriots running know. back, it's it's a different story each and every week. Yeah. So, you never um, know with Belichick and Brady. Any other thoughts? No. Uh, let's move into a grade. What do you think? Uh, I think a B plus here. I, I like the team. I was say the same. Uh, uh, certainly a playoff team, a team you need to be worried about, especially with Bronk and Aaron Rodgers. But um, mm-hmm. he needs mm-hmm. he needs his stars to stay healthy. Agreed. He, he's very top heavy and doesn't have much depth. Agreed. All right, let's move on. B plus, we both agree. Yeah. Um, so um, I believe we're gonna give our four four of our playoff teams because obviously we're gonna choose each of our own. So um. Um, who, who are your teams? How about this? How about this? Before we go into the playoff teams, I'm going to review your team and you can go, you can go in on mine. How about that? 
okay. First thoughts I want to say about my team. Um, I'm not going to really give that much. One, I think Melvin Gordon's going to have a huge year. And two, Chris Thompson is the steal of the draft. I think he's going to ball out and be back to the Chris Thompson of last year. I mean, he was a top 10 fantasy receiver before he went down. And before week eight, he was like a top five fantasy uh, running back. So those are my thoughts. Yeah, um, I, I, I like this team. You know, you got to give respect to the back-to-back champs. Uh, Melvin Gordon had a great year last year. I think he'll do much for the team. You're pretty stacked. You're pretty stacked at the uh, receiver position. OBJ just got his bag. Um, I like Robert Woods. Maybe uh, I, I'm a little bit higher on uh, Brandon Cooks, honestly, myself. But a lot of people do like Robert Woods. I really like Jarvis Landry. Uh, he, he's He's a, He gets a lot of those short, short targets. He's going to get like 10 catches almost on a weekly basis. Vikings defense is great. Doug Baldwin on your bench, like that's unheard of. Uh, I think this team is another playoff team to reckon with. Um, I give the draft myself. I would I would give the draft a B plus. Um, and, that's, and I think that's being nice. They're like a B to a B plus range. Um, I, I respect it. Um, probably not one of the best drafts I've had, but. That can be dealing said for the past the, uh, two years. Dealing with what pick did you have? The like seventh or eighth pick? I had, the, I had the ninth pick. The past two years, I've had the ninth and the eighth pick. So it's been a spot that I've thrived in the past few years. Um, granted, I did get David Johnson eight the first year, and I did get Todd Gurley um, in the second round the next year. So if Melvin Gordon can produce that number one fantasy running back, which he will get the touches, and if he stays healthy, he has the propensity to do. Um, mm-hmm. But that's that's all I'm gonna about. I'm gonna say about my team. Thank you for your input, Jack. You're welcome. Um, now I'm gonna now I'm going to evaluate Small Dicks ex, extended clips, and it might it be said that it is not all me by any means. Max has been uh, a big part of the team as well in the back-to-back championships, and I'm ecstatic to have him as my fantasy partner going forward. Um, oh, that boy. Uh, here we got Jack and Morph. Morph. Um, first glance, I love Jack's starting starting lineup but that's really about it um depth Doug Martin okay Jimmy G good backup quarterback especially with Drew Brees um George Kittle honestly not that bad as a tight end but when off when are you gonna play him if Greg Olson's not hurt Ty Montgomery and eh. Calvin Ridley maybe the third option Will Furler will give you the weeks where he balls out but that's it and Cooper I mean, I like Cooper. He's He can give you about eight to nine points each week, but I wouldn't really rely on that. I would definitely put him in place over Corey Davis, if you ask me. Overall, I would give Jack's team probably a B, but I'm worried because they're a team that, for, for whatever reason, deals with a lot of injuries, and God forbid something happens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jerick definitely... McKinnon is starting the season already injured, and, I mean, he didn't have much of an injury history for the Vikings, but he didn't really see that many touches to get injured that often. And I mean, he's a smaller running back. Um, we're, 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 he's a small running back. Let's see if he can actually deal with a lot of the touches that are going to be coming his way. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I, 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 I'm pretty hot on McKinnon. Uh, 49ers went out and they paid him. He got his money. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's a great running back too in this league. Uh, half PPR, I would be, I would be ecstatic if it was a full PPR, and I had McKinnon as an RB two. But I'll take him as the 
as a happy BR. I think he'll be great. Um, I think this is uh, Zeke's year. He's going to eat. Uh, coming off that suspension last year, he just wants to get those legs churning. Uh, I agree. Thank you for your input. Um, I, I would give myself probably in the B plus, A minus range if you ask me. But uh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, all right, so going on to our, our playoff teams. We, yeah, obviously we, we're going to choose ourselves. Um, yeah, so but then, uh, that's where we're just going to get four. So I'm going to say I'm gonna say Cardi, Schroeder, yep. Sapp, and Cofino. Um, I'm going to – I agree with you for the most part. However, I'm going to go with Cardi, um, Sapp and Ralph, Schroeder boys, and then where I disagree, I'm going to go with it's a hard enough life. My boy Dylan and Nick. I think they backdoor the playoff in epic fashion again this year like they're known to do. I mean, uh, obviously, but- these are predictions. We're, we're never – you're never 100% right um, when it comes down know, to but, this. Hey, but the good thing is this year we got our predictions on recording. So when, when, when we're right, we're going to shove it in all these niggas' faces. We'll be right. All right, guys, that's it for today. Um, 